Quick rundown of today was retweeted by a Food Network chef. Went to the park and did a circuit, and while we were there, this little girl came up to us and wanted us to teach her how to do a jumping jack because she wanted to learn from the experts. Her word, not ours. And then we got to pet the most adorable baby corgi. So, on to the cool down. Hi everyone, and welcome to the cool down. I am Christian. I'm Shannon. It's quite a rundown that you just gave us. It was quite the rundown because it was quite the day. So last episode, we talked about the real ride experience of Bikeland Cycle. This week, we are taking you to Orange Theory Fitness, where science and technology are at the forefront to guide you through their seriously taxing workouts. But before we get into our interview with Meredith of Orange Theory Astor Place, let's get the scoop on the class that is spreading like wildfire. Ellen Lantham, co-founder and partner of Orange Theory Fitness, had been in the fitness industry for several years, having been the fitness editor for Women's Fitness Magazine. She designed what she dubbed the Ultimate Workout, which served as the foundation for Orange Theory years later. With their unique focus on theory, they definitely have media outlets talking. They say that you can burn off 900 calories in one hour here at Orange Theory Fitness. The hook behind Orange isn't just feeling like you're in a club. The theory part comes in with high-intensity interval training. Research shows high-intensity training stimulates the muscles to burn fat and sugar more effectively. Short bursts of high-intensity exertion followed by short periods of recovery. What we're doing is basically climbing hills and coming down to an active recovery. But yeah, anybody can do something if you tell them for 60 seconds, you're going to go at a high speed or high row. That's much more doable. That's intense, but that kind of workout, that works. We've seen high intensity interval training making big waves in the fitness industry. We first brought it up in our Buddha Burn episode, where we were going back and forth between circuits and yoga. And we've also attended classes since then, including Fitting Room, AG6, and Switch Playground, reviews to come soon that are also using elements of HIT. HIT training helps you to increase your endurance by building a healthier and stronger heart. It also helps to burn fat and build muscle while increasing your metabolism. But the biggest factor is what will keep you burning calories well after your workout. Orange Theory's foundation is based on the science of EPOC, or Excessive Post-Exercise Oxygen Consumption, the goal being to reach a target heart rate zone that stimulates your metabolism, which torches calories during the class, and continues for up to 36 hours afterwards. Their website says that members can burn between 500 and 1,000 calories in one class. This target zone that you're striving for is the orange zone, or an 84 to 91% of your max heart rate. It is the fourth of five heart rate zones that are monitored during the class. The orange theory here is that if you spend 12 to 20 minutes in the orange zone during a 60-minute class, you'll achieve EPOC. The other zones include the gray zone, which is 50 to 60% of your max heart rate, the blue zone, 61 to 70%, the green zone, 71 to 83%, and then of course the orange zone, and finally the red zone, which is all out 92% to 100% of your maximum heart rate. If you have a fitness tracker, you might be familiar with these heart rate zones during your workout. Orange Theory takes the guesswork out of it by giving you a color to aim for. So you don't have to worry about the numbers or doing math. Just go until you see orange. There is a lot of information that they throw at you during the class because there is a lot going on. So we're going to break it all down as best we can. 
Orange Theory has been popping up all over the city this year, and we headed over to the Astor Place location to talk to the head coach, Meredith. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the cool down. Well, thank you. I'm Meredith, aka Coach Coco. I am head coach here at Orange Theory Astor Place. First and foremost, as we've been talking about and will continue to talk about, this workout is all about your heart rate. So before you even get started at an Orange Theory, you're going to have to fill out some information so that they can get you set up with a heart rate monitor. We have three types of heart rate monitors. Um, We have a flex, a link, and a chest piece. Some work better for others. You know, some women tend to enjoy the wrist a little bit more if they have like maybe a bigger chest. Um, Men tend to enjoy the chest a lot. The flex is brand new. It sits right above the bicep or right below. And people are really loving that. It's kind of just finding what works for you if you're someone who doesn't really like to have something on your wrist when you're running. Um, And the technology, basically, you give us information about yourself based on demographics and um, algorithms. It is going to measure your heart rate. So no, there isn't some sort of robot scanning the room as you work out. You've got a heart rate monitor that helps you to stay on track with the workouts and aim for the goals of Orange Theory Fitness. Speaking of goals, we've told you a bit about the theory behind Orange Theory, but we really wanted to find out from Meredith why the Orange Zone. So Orange Theory is high-intensity interval training based on your heart rate. So it's a five-zone heart rate-based interval training method. So what we do here is we focus on zones uh, three, four, and five, these upper fat-burning zones. Our theory is that if you spend 12 minutes or more total out of the entire hour in zones four and five, aka 84% of the heart rate or higher, you're going to burn calories for 36 hours after you leave the room. Essentially, you're revving the metabolism to the point where it continues to work for hours after the workout. So it's going to continue to work because it's, it's revved up. So it's going to continue to kill these calories. You're going to burn these calories after you leave. And that is the epoch effect we discussed earlier. So while you're working out and aiming for the orange zone, you earn what they call splat points. Anyone who's not been to an Orange Theory or hasn't seen one, you can generally spot it because of this giant splat logo in the window. It looks like an ion of sorts. It is a, a killed calorie, essentially, in a kind of a morbid way. But like splat point is how we quantify um, minutes spent in the upper zone. So upper fat burning zones, orange, red, aka zones four and five, every minute spent in those zones equals one splat point. So splat points essentially is just how many minutes you spend burning in those upper zones. And that is where we want to see 12 or more every hour. And because they personalize the workout to your heart rate, each person gets a different workout in terms of what they might be able to do, how hard they might be able to push. But the idea is that each and every person is getting a good workout by getting their heart rate up for at least 12 minutes. This class is literally for anybody and everybody. And that's why I love it. Um, You have elite triathletes in this room. And you have a little bit more deconditioned people that are looking to get in shape. You have all ages and all types. The idea would be that a member who is power walking, maybe in the 50 and above age demographic, and a member who's sprinting next to them, maybe in the 25 to 30 demographic, they're getting the exact same workout. As long as they are watching their own heart rates based on their own information, they hit 84%, they're, they're doing the same thing. They're working out the same. So we might see maybe 20 minutes in zones four and five, maybe a lot of time spent in that red. That would indicate somebody who, you know, who might be a little bit more deconditioned. I always tell people this is not a game of points. We're not trying to get the most points here. Um, We're trying to get 12 minutes or more total 
Um, somebody with 30 minutes in the red is probably pretty deconditioned, and that's how we kind of measure where you are in your fitness level. So the goal for us would be to see you a couple times a week, and then as we go on and we progress, it's harder for you to get orange and red. We want it to be more difficult to get the heart rate super spiked. We want to see you have to take up your speed a little bit to work harder for those zones. Because like I said, you do what you want to do at your own pace. As long as you're watching your heart rate and you're trying to strive for 84% or higher, trying to get to the orange zone, you're getting the exact same workout as anybody else. That feeling you get at the end of a killer workout, the one where you can feel it in your heart and your muscles and you've been pushed hard enough for yourself and you're satisfied with what your own body needed, that feeling is their goal every time. Our goal here is to provide a personal training, um, you know, we want to provide personal training in a group training setting. So we want to make sure that everybody who comes through the store leaves feeling successful. Every coach I have, the most important goal for us is that your hour is spent in the best way possible and that you leave successful, feeling like you've achieved something, even if you didn't get 12 sweat points. We really want people to feel like they are accomplished every time they leave the room. So now that we know more about the theory and why we reach for the orange zone, let's talk about the workout itself. There are a lot of machines and a lot of different elements on the gym floor. They have flex deck treadmills, water rowers, a bike, a glider, all different weights, bossy balls, TRX bands, and the list goes on and on. Don't worry, you won't be overwhelmed because they have a specific plan in mind for you that changes each day. So every day is different. We have three types of uh, workouts, strength, endurance, and power. So, and sometimes we combine all three into ESP days, and sometimes we'll do, uh, we'll combine two into one or maybe just do one. So strength is going to focus on hills, incline work, because the point is we're going to try and strengthen the lower body. So on our cardio on strength days, we're going to see a lot of incline work, where the name of the game is uh, inclines and not so much speed. That also refers to the weight room on a strength day. We're going to try and pick up heavier weights. We're going to see uh, lower rep counts because we're working on heavier weights, and we're really going to try and like tone the muscle on a strength day. On an endurance day, we'll see longer pushes on the treadmill. So you could be in a push for maybe three minutes. Um, longer blocks on the treadmill because we're working endurance. We're trying to get the, stand- the stamina up. With that, on our floor, we'll see bigger rep counts, maybe 10, 12, um, and we're going to lower the weights a little bit. We'll also probably more than likely on endurance day see quite lengthy rows because, um, again, we're working endurance. On a power day, we're going to see lots of short bursts of energy. People love power days. They tend to be a lot of all-out sprints. So we'll see maybe 10 in a class. And you know that every time you have a sprint, you have a walking recovery right behind it. So people, we challenge people to really take up their speeds um, and challenge themselves on power day. Power day also would refer to a lot of body weight movement on the floor, a lot of plyometrics, a lot of jumping, sort of body weight stuff, uh, using the TRX straps. And then also on a power day, we would have short, quick bursts of row. Um, And then some days we'll do ESP, all of them. We'll combine, you'll have three blocks on the floor and one block will be endurance, one will be strength, and one will be power. So you'll see everything. I love, those are my favorite classes. You get a little bit of everything. It's also important to note that you're not going to know what day it is until you get there. It isn't listed on the website or at the gym. You find out from the coach when you arrive. So that's my favorite part of the morning or the afternoon. I walk out and my members are staring at me, like just waiting patiently for me to tell them. And it doesn't matter what day it is, somebody's upset. (laughs) So, you know, because you got your people who love to run and they love their endurance day. So they hate their strength day or they hate their power day. So they come here. Some of them run here. Then you come out and you're like strength and they're like, ugh. The point is we tell them when they get here so that nobody really has a chance to talk themselves out of working hard, you know. 
once you do find out what day it is, you head in and half the people will start on the treadmills and the other half start on the rowers. The class is divided evenly between the sets and you will always get to every single challenge they lay out for you for that day. Our class was a strength class and we started on the rowers. Which I was stoked about. We discussed the benefits of water rowers on a previous episode, but Meredith mentioned to us that in the fitness industry, the rower is regarded as one of the top calorie-burning pieces of equipment. We were on the rower for a while before we headed over to the weight area of the gym where we had a routine to do over there. It included some basic dumbbell exercises, alternating between that and some moves with the bossy ball. Then back to the rower and so on and so forth. The second half of class, we jumped on the treadmills and did our segments over there. All the while, Meredith was coaching everyone in the classroom, and the music was blasting. I have to say, thank God she had a mic, because I don't know that I would have ever known when to start and stop if I couldn't have heard her. In that way, because you are depending on the coach, it really is kind of a personal training experience. And while it's easy to remember to run or to row or to power walk, when it got to the strength exercises with the weights, it was a bit more difficult to recall what you're supposed to be doing. So to keep you on track and make sure you could go at your own pace, they had two TV screens that had the circuits lined up for you. So again, a lot going on in this space. And because of that, and because of all the different elements in the theory of Orange Theory, we recognize that we just threw a lot of information at you. So, Christian, can you summarize in 30 seconds or less what we just learned and what people should know? All right, I'm going to have to take my tooth out for this one. Okay, go. One, Orange Theory Fitness is a high-intensity interval workout that focuses on getting your heart rate to 85% or higher, which is an orange color in their heart rate scale. Two, they calculate the heart, your heart rate using information you give them and keep track of it with a heart rate monitor. Three, each class you want 12 or more splat points, which means the minutes you spend in that orange zone. Four, the workouts vary day to day, but you'll never feel lost because you've got a coach and you've got screens that keep you on track. Nailed it. 2588. Should we make that a regular segment? Christian talks as fast as he can about everything we just told you. Only on the cooldown. That segment gets a five for heart pumping. <laughs> now that you know all you need to know, we're going to hop into our rating scale. Starting off, we have sweat level. Since I had to go to the bathroom after to literally wring out my t-shirt and wash myself off, I'm definitely going with a five. It's a hit class, so that means you're going to be working, which means some serious sweating. Ending on the treadmills, though, is really what did it for me. I was literally dripping all over that thing. Honestly, I think no matter where we started, I would have been dripping in sweat. The fact that you are on the rower, which we said earlier, is like one of the top calorie burning pieces of equipment, or you're on the treadmill, which is, you know, by nature of running, you're going to end up sweating. And yeah, it was disgusting. I was covered and it was gross and I'm giving it a five, 100%, five for sweat level. So moving on to heart pumping. Uh, right off the bat, again, I have to go to five. It's a class that's solely dedicated to your heart rate and the science behind that. So, you know, obviously they're going to be trying to get it up as much as they can. My heart rate monitor kind of had to be fixed a couple times during the class. So I wasn't 100% sure what my exact heart rate was overall. But I knew just from the feel of it, it was killing me. Having your heart rate on a screen is pretty damn motivating to keep it pumping. So between the rowing and the treadmill alone, where I was probably the most dead, I'd have to give it a five. You're 
working the entire time. So how about you, Shannon? I will agree that having your heart rate up there on the screen and knowing you're supposed to get 12 or more splat points is super motivating because I didn't, you kind of underestimate how much time you'll actually spend in that zone. And so it causes you to push harder. And it actually ended up with way more than 12 minutes. And maybe that's not the best method. Maybe that's not how I should have done it. But you look on the screen and you just want to see orange. That's all you want the whole class. I can remember very distinctly, there was one point where we would hop on the water rower and do I think it was only like 150 meters, something really short. And since I've been rowing a lot, I knew I could push and get it done really quick. Then you get off and you do some dumbbell work and you just keep going back and forth. And at that point, because I knew I could push, for some reason, I like could not breathe. And it's because this workout gets your heart rate up and you're working extremely hard the entire time. Even when things are being switched up, there's so much going on and you're working so hard that you know, I was dying. It's a great workout. So a five from me for heart pumping. So what did you think for strength and effort? Well, it definitely shouldn't be a surprise that I'm going to give it a five again. Uh, The goal of the class is pushing each person to their own personal edge of, of what they can handle. So that philosophy combined with exercises that are, you know, already really challenging, it's going to require strength and it's going to require effort from everyone as much as it can it kills five my only thing with strength and effort is because you are in this environment where there's a lot of people doing the same thing and there's a lot of different levels i never had to tell meredith what level i was choosing for the treadmills or tell her how how hard i had to push or you know have a particular goal of seconds in mind for the rower So the goals were really up to me, and because of that, the strength and effort, I feel like, wasn't required in the same way that a class that gives you specific goals and holds you accountable to them would. So strength and effort for me, because you are pushing really hard and you want to get your heart rate up, that sort of lends to a higher uh, rate on the scale but I again there was nothing but myself to hold me accountable for that so I'm gonna go with a four what kind of related to that what did you think of motivation yeah I guess that's what it is is like you are your biggest coach and your biggest motivation in this class you have to be going in there and knowing what you're doing and ready to roll how much strength and effort you put in is up to you and to me, that wasn't very motivating. The most motivating part of it was watching my heart rate on the screen. I think the class may benefit from having multiple instructors and multiple coaches in the room at a time so that someone can always be watching what's going on and helping to do adjustments or helping to be like, hey, I saw you running before, so I know you're on this track. Make sure you're running now. I definitely agree. I think if you had another coach for the other group, that'd be a a big help. For motivation, I will give it my first decimal point. I will give it a three and a half to four. It's a little tricky to rate for me because after doing this class, I've learned that if I go into a class with something that I'm familiar with, in this case, rowing and running and, and doing dumbbell exercises, I don't necessarily need a coach to 
inspire me or to motivate me in that sense to get through it because I'm familiar with what we're doing, even if it's set up to destroy you. What I found strangely motivating, like you were saying, was the screen and going against myself. So I think having just something very concrete, either you're at the heart rate you're supposed to be or you're not. Either either you're meeting your goal or you're not. I, I don't know. For me, that's that's incredibly motivating. Yeah, I guess this class kind of falls into a different sort of category because it is, you know, like you said, you bring up a really good point. It is stuff that most people are familiar with. Most people have either used the rower or know how to run or whatever it might be. So it's really just getting you to the gym and getting you to do this routine. It's not learning new moves or, you know, doing something crazy. So I guess I can't really think of motivation in the same way. It was more like a being there to get you to keep going, I guess. But it's not, let me walk you through this. It's, you already know what you're doing. Do it. So I guess I will give it a four as well. And to be fair, you know, when we were done, I was stoked. I loved it. It was great. When we left, I was excited about it. This is a different structure and a different type of coaching than we are familiar with. All right, so next up, your personal favorite, music. I will give the music a four. There were some pretty standard pump-up type workout songs, but there were several times in the class, like on the treadmill for instance, where I was really getting into it, and I even turned to you and said, do you hear what's playing right now? He did. He really did. There were some cool mashups they had going, and I just really fell into the groove of what they were playing, to be honest. Well, look who's come around to the music side. I would agree. There were some really good songs in there. Even when we were giving our information to Ashley before we started, it was just like, oh, I love this song. Oh, I'm so ready. And it gets you kind of pumped before you start. Uh, I do remember it from when we were on the treadmill because... That's the point where I was like, I just need to push through. I can't think. I just got to focus on something else. And the music happened to be the thing that I could focus on at that point. Um, So for me, I will agree with your four. And I will also give it a quattro. So finally, what about money's worth? Their information was a little difficult to track down. So we're going to read you what we found out about it. If you are a member, feel free to get in touch with us and correct us. But here's what we found. So if it's your first time, you can drop in for a free session. And then if you choose to join, they have three membership packages and they're all month to month and no contract. So the first one is Orange Basic, which is $59 and it's four sessions a month. The next level is the Elite, which is eight sessions a month and that is $99. And then Premiere, which is unlimited sessions, that is 159 So I think what's really interesting here is that they want you to be a member, both because of the goals that Meredith was talking about, but also it, it just kind of makes sense. It's really bringing you in to do your regular workout, but at a more powerful, more successful level. They want to see you do what you've been doing, but step it up a notch. I'm going to give Money's Worth a four. I think one thing 
that we've talked about a lot of times in the past is that if you can offer a free introductory class, that's always a really good idea just to get an idea of what it's like and if you want to join. Orange Theory appeals, I think, probably to a specific idea of what you want to get out of a workout. In this case, it's very self-motivating. And if you're into that and you like a lot of variety, then it's, I think it's a great deal. Yes, this is a class that gets you to do things you are familiar with, but you have to remember that there are things that you aren't. So TRX straps, for example, if you're doing box jumps, any of that. So you are mixing it up, but you're familiar enough. So I think that that's actually a great deal. Like if you are interested in orange theory, A, go in for free, but B, to be able to go, what, once a week for $59, that's not bad. Yes, it's a commitment in the sense that you've paid for the month and you have four classes, but let's be honest, that's one every Saturday or one every Monday night. That's a great way to set yourself up for success. So I will rate Money's Worth a four and a half. Money's Worth for me is always tricky to rate because, I mean, I just don't know what any everyone's situation is. But in this case, you know, if someone told me, hey, you can do four classes in a month for 60 bucks and you can do all sorts of cool stuff like a rower and then run on a super awesome treadmill. By the way, these flex decks are amazing. And then do a bunch of cool stuff in between and it's different every time. I think that's a really good deal. I think what was nice about the class for me, and I've said this about other HIT classes as well, is that it moves really quickly and I didn't have a lot of time to really feel pain or like focus on what was going on. You just kind of go, 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 go and you push. You heard it here. Shannon moves faster than pain. And it's nice to be in an environment that's controlled and is aware that you might need some extra help focusing on what move you're doing or what you're going to do next because it really allows you to turn your brain off for just one hour. And you're definitely not alone in that. Meredith mentioned that one of the reasons she loves working at Orange Theory is that she likes helping people get that time to themselves. I mean, I love coming in here and smiling faces and and high-fiving everybody and then making everyone feel like they had an hour to themselves out of their day. I mean, New Yorkers are so stressed. I mean, I was. I was in PR for a long time. And New York City is such a stressful place and we're all so busy. But like for one hour of your day, you're you're doing something for yourself physically and mentally and it's really empowering and nice for me to help people get through that one hour that I know is like really doing something super good for them and hopefully outside of the studio is affecting them in positive ways mentally emotionally physically so for me it's really like like I know how that hour makes me feel so I love to help everybody else feel that same same way so to try it out for yourself go on over to orangetheoryfitness.com Don't forget the fitness part or you'll end up on some random Etsy website. So it's orangetheoryfitness.com. You can find them on Twitter using the handle orangetheory. And then the Aster Place location actually has its own Instagram, which is just one word, orangetheoryasterplace. But like we said, they've been popping up all over the place, so you can find them in Brooklyn Heights, Chelsea, Williamsburg, Park Slope, Midtown West, East 39th Street, Edgewater, New Jersey, and two Staten Island locations, as well as Hackensack, New Jersey. Of course, the way that I heard about Orange Theory was from someone in Oregon, so chances are there's an Orange Theory near you. 
As always, we have many, many people to thank this week. Thank you to Meredith for sitting down with us to chat. Thank you to the super nice crew that's working at Orange Theory Astor Place. And thank you to the nice man who was giving out food samples in the lobby. Thank you also to Clay, who helped us to get everything set up for this interview and episode, and for being patient as we figured out Orange Theory. Our logo is created by Catherine Dambrick Graphic Design. You can see more of her work at katherinedambrick.com. As always, our music is from the Free Music Archive and can be found in the episode show notes. Get with the times and follow us on social media. You can find us at the Cooldown NYC. Feel free to email us to the Cooldown NYC at gmail.com. Also find our website, the Cooldown NYC.com. Next week, we're going to be bringing you guys Strong by Zumba by Twerk Out Fitness. Is gonna be fun. You can hear our interview with Nikki and hear about our sweaty, sweaty times during one of the hottest days of the year next episode. So don't forget to tune in. Thanks for listening. You've finished your cooldown for the week. (laughs) Orange Theory Fitness grew out of her love for two things. Working out and Nickelodeon. You good?